You are listening to You Can Quote Me Podcast with Zoe and Jay, where we discuss quotes, where we agree, sometimes disagree, and play devil's advocate, and all that in between. Stay tuned. So my voice is going to sound a little bit different, people, but apart from that, I'm okay. Alright, so this is episode six. Yeah. It's good. You're not focusing on my cold, just like straight past it, dude. Well, we're all hoping that you get better. (laughs) Thanks. That that your voice maintains what it is now, which is great. I mean, I need it to like, my main job uses it. Well, I think nearly everybody's job uses their voice, right? You need your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, would you like to begin? I see your quote on the table, so I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I've heard i I've read A, so I feel like you should go first. It's a short one, it's short and sweet, it's by Lord Byron, uh, do you know who that is? The reggae artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, so Lord Byron, and it is, a drop of ink may make a million think. Interesting, okay. So, I assume that he is referring to, well, ink. With ink, you can write mm. words. Words, you can write a book. Yeah. And words are thoughts. And thoughts let people think. So, yeah, um, I completely agree. Just the power of um, something minuscule as ink. I guess it's like a bit, the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm. And it's along those lines. It's a bit more... A drop of ink, something minuscule, can has the power to make millions. She has got a lot of power. There's a lot of power in the ink. Yeah, true. Very, very true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> disagree. I so have nothing. Gonna, it's just self-explanatory. It's one of those ones. Yeah, I like. mean, if we think about constitutions, were written in, were written in ink. Yeah. Um, contracts are written in ink. Uh, yeah, so many things written in ink, yeah. Your poetry is written in ink, correct? Yeah, and that can make the fire people who read it. (laughs) (laughs) You can also make them think, though. Even if they they may not like it, they still have to think, right? Right. About it to then realise that they don't like it. So that's something in itself. That makes sense. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) It's provoking some sort of thought. They're not just like... It's not making them brain dead when they hear the poem. But no, I, I just, that's something, I think there's a, there's a scripture in the Quran, I don't know if it's for sure. But okay, it's a, paraphrase. Okay. Mm. The ink of a scholar is worth more than the blood of a martyr. Again? The ink of a scholar mm-hmm. is worth more than the blood of a martyr. Okay. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, that's um, I I've I've drawn a line between the two things, and I don't know if there's a direct link, but I've drawn a line between them. It's about ink, and it's about ink, and it's about value, and it's about the power of written the written word. Yeah, I would disagree with what you just said, though, to an extent of, um, I think. 
both are probably fighting for something or um but one's using physical force and the other one is writing um when you write for something there's always an objective correct when you write for something so when you write there's an objective okay yeah even if it's like you open up your diary and you just write I'm just going to write today. Your objective is just to write. So I don't think either person is more important than the other. Um, But in society, obviously, war causes more damage than peace. So if I were to write a letter to, um, not if I, sorry, but if I were a soldier or, I don't know, a group of people who wanted peace within the land, if I wrote to the opposition, there wouldn't be any you know, loss of life. No. Where was the martyr, you know. But yeah, maybe I'm going off thought, but yeah, just... Yeah, it was, a, it was an aside to quote. Mm, uh, but... Yeah, so I, okay. Thought-provoking in itself, for nice. me. okay. Cool. So I feel like after that quote, um, this one's going to might take the tone down a bit, but... <laughs> we ready? Okay. If you want to be my lover, you have to get with my friends. Because friendship never ends it's deep thank you would you like to know who by or or do you know i think i feel like it was i've heard it before right would you like to know before you before let me say it again or after i've said or after you've spoken it so if you want to be my lover you have to get with my friends friendship sorry because friendship never ends that's a little bit of a paraphrase but yeah Right, okay, so I think we're dealing with a pop <laughs> song here, uh, a very famous one. Okay. And um, if you want to be my lover... You have to get with my friends. You have to get with my friends. Because friendship, friendship never is, ends. Because friendship never ends. Right. I, think it's, I mean, it's got levels, let's keep it real. I'm trying to enter... The quote. <laughs> Enter the quote. You're yeah. such a poet. <laughs> I'm, trying to like, I'm trying to find like a a gateway into the quote. So I'm just going to go with obviously to this person, to this group of people. Do you know uh, who it is? Yes. Oh, then say it. <laughs> just choosing not to. I know who it is. Okay, cool. This is the Spice Girl, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's um from their number one their first release their first single um as zig as zig ah i remember when this came on the scene and i was quite young and um changed the world they changed the world they did and i didn't and when they first came on the scene i was pretty young i didn't know what zig zig ah was i still don't know what zig zig ah is okay moving on um if you want to be my lover you have to get with my friends friendship never ends where you at with that jay I'm just trying to like weigh the importance of somebody's friends versus somebody's lover and why it is really important for someone to have their lover and their friends getting on together. Well, for me, it's highly important because um, my friends are a reflection of who I am. Um, and like, I feel like if I were to leave my partner in a room with my friends and I left, I think my spirit would still be there. Like, I feel like my friends are representations of who I am. And also I spend a lot of time with them and they're really important with me. 
to me and I'm not massively close to many members of my family so in in some senses my friends are like my chosen family so if I'm with someone who doesn't get on with them it's a no all of them together as a collective or I mean I've I've got different friends but like when it's birthdays or special occasions I would say about all of them come together yeah I think that's great it'd be nice if your lover is not an alien to your friends like somebody who doesn't fit in Mm. somebody who's like outside of the circle somebody who thinks they're like more important than than them or likewise if your friends don't like your lover that can it work i don't maybe it can't work it just depends on how much you value um where you're where you're at and where you're going um maybe your lover is represents the future and the friends represent um not i want to say the past but your friends represent yeah your friends represent a different side of you to your lover yeah i mean i think we take it from a general aspect i think especially maybe more so for females um this idea of no actually no let me not take that away from men because I'm not a man, but I think friends are important generally in this world. Um, so to have someone who you spend a lot of time with, i.e. your partner, your lover, to not get on with other people who you've chosen to be in your life yeah. would be pretty hard, I think, okay. and it would cause a division. Yeah. So um, as much as it was a 1996 hit, number one, uh, I'm talking sense <laughs> in my head anyway. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with it. Um, I wouldn't... I wouldn't put that as a kind of, like, prerequisite. As I wouldn't put that as a thing before accepting a lover. Like, you love who you... I feel like you like who you like. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say, I'm going to stop liking this person or stop being attracted to this person or stop being involved with this person if they don't immediately get on with my friends, I feel like... But by saying immediately, I'm, as, I'm assuming that you're thinking at some point it will. Yeah, that's they what will. I was just about to say. Maybe, maybe in time, because maybe in time they could reconcile, they could see different sides of each other, different environments. Isn't that going to pull you, though? Pull me how? Like, pull you, like, you've got... Okay, so your friends invite you to dinner. Ah, oh, I can't, I can't invite my girl oh, my girl's invited me to come here, you can bring another person. Oh, I can't bring her or I can't bring him because my girl doesn't like him or her. I don't know. Is there not a pull? Yeah, there's potential conflict. But that's only, mostly, I guess, if I'm trying to please everyone. And I guess... I'm thinking more for yourself, no? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm not trying to please everyone. I'm trying to please myself. So I don't know how to decide on this one. I mean, I guess if it happens, it happens, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. All right. Next quote coming up. This one's interesting. So, um, wonder. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> I thought of it in the week. Why though? Before, why would you like to know my thoughts on it? It. I, when I heard it, it was um, in the week, and I thought. Zoe. <laughs> voice said Zoe. You sounded like Candyman right now, dude. Oh, no. Yeah, let's not. Anyway. um, The quote is, whatever you think the world is withholding from you, you are withholding from the world. 
whatever you think the world is withholding from you, you are withholding from the world. I can see that. It's almost that, when I heard that quote, what came to me was like this idea of um, omnipresence and the idea that everything you want is around you or within you. Okay. Um, but you can't see it, maybe sometimes. Um, that's not, omnipresence means everything's around, but like I think the idea of not being able to kind of um, dial into that, that's where that comes from. So yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. Mm, okay, I agree on a spiritual sense, but right. I don't agree on a surface sense because I don't think everything is attainable to me if I'm talking about tangible things. Um, and, why do I, and why do I not think that? Um, maybe because I haven't tapped into my abilities, so then maybe it is. I'm not sure, dude. I don't it's know one why I'm ones, this It's one. one of those ones. It's a bit of a challenging quote mm, to me. Mm. It's like... It's a bit like there's something that you want in the world, an opportunity, uh, something that you feel that you might like or need. And this is, this suggests that it's not the problem, which I guess a lot of people, including myself, fall into, is like a lot of people say, well, I'm not getting that thing that I want or deserve. It's out there, but it is something that I'm not attaining this something that's been denied to me almost and this quote is saying well no this is not something that's been denied to you this is something you're denying yourself almost yeah yourself or the world but if you don't see it or don't feel that you're capable of getting it or having it or, or it's within you if you physically can't then how how are you how are you withholding that I feel like on some levels the quote is is it's a challenge like I said it's a challenge because it's I can't answer the question <laughs> okay but it's a challenge because it suggests to me that like you said everything is inside of you yeah what you need is inside of you mm. what you want is going to come from you um it's almost like we are the ones we've been waiting for on that level that kind of quote um mm. What you seek is seeking you. What um, you what? What sorry? you seek is seeking you. Okay. It's Ooh. like it's like that. It's to me. It's like what you want wants you as well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I mean, we don't always have to come to a resolve. No. Sometimes a resolve is just for us to be that. Yeah, and I mean, love it. Yeah, the quote is. Um, it's one of them. An unresolved quote. Okay. Uh, my next one. Sorry, I'm looking at him and then I'm looking at my phone where the quotes are and I'm like, do I do it? Do I not? Do always, I do it? do it? Everyone's like saying, do it. Don't always do it. Don't always do it. <laughs> Don't always do it. Trust me, get press, yourself, press get yourself in trouble. Button. Press the button. Did you see what I did? I came in a black Benz and I left in a white one. End quote. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking. That was that I just wanted to see your face. His face was like his eyes were closed. And then obviously he said end quote. No, there's nothing we need to chat about that one at all. 
But um, big up Jay Huff. It's Jay Huff, right? Okay. It's Jay Huff, yeah. Um, so I just put I do that one. All right. Um, okay, here we go. I don't live to grow. I grow to live. Again, I don't live to grow. I grow to live. And this is my original quote. You can check out more of my original quotes on www.quotebags.co.uk. It sounds like a plug, but it kind of is. It is a plug. It is a plug, but it's, oh, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So again, I don't live to grow. I grow to live. Okay. All right. I'm thinking of a, a plant here. Okay. Uh, that's the first image that came to my mind. So I'm thinking of a plant that is not alive for the sake of grow, growing. It grows... Uh, as that's what it does um it's it's interesting it's one of those ones i have to think about okay so i don't live to grow i go to live should i explain where i was coming from um so for me it's really important that i'm constantly growing as a person um developing um and i don't developing my spiritual sense um and like, I guess becoming, for lack of a better word, a better person. So for me, that is, that then allows me to feel like I have a more fulfilled life. Right. Because I'm constantly learning, constantly progressing, constantly um, checking myself so I can get better. So that's why I say I don't live to grow. Yeah. I grow to then live. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I grow to have a more fulfilled life. So I actually feel like I'm living. Yes, this, the, I guess, yeah, there's a difference between living and being alive. For sure. And, um, living and existing. Yeah, I like it. The, my meditation coach, um, Emily Fletcher, uh, she says, we don't... Sorry, let me get this correct. Okay. <laughs> we don't meditate to get better at meditation. We, we meditate to get better at life. Right, because like purpose of meditation yeah, is what. Yeah, it's not. Well, lots of different purposes. I feel like mm. to get into that. Um, but the idea that the thing that you're doing is not to get better at the thing you're doing is to get better at something larger that incorporates the thing that you're doing. Again, say that again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rumi. The thing that you're doing, you're not doing it for the sake of being better at that thing you're you're being doing you're doing it to get better at the thing that you're hoping to apply towards something larger it's almost like you're doing this as an objective to get to your super objective sorry acting terminology yeah yeah if that makes sense that. you can say that yeah. yeah it's like um it's like if an actor if you get a part okay this person needs to know how to fight really well mm-hmm. So you have combat classes and all the other stuff and, and so you know how to protect yourself. So when you're on the seat, so when you're on the screen, mm. you've now got all those skills. He didn't do that so he could learn to fight. He did it so he could play this role. Right. Is that what you're saying? I don't put words into your mouth. No, it's not what I'm saying. So I'm not saying that it's uh means to an end. Okay. So it's something that I that I, that I do because it enlarges 
my ability to do everything else. Ah, okay. Okay, I get it. I get it. I understand. Almost like a foundation for everything else. Springboard. Yes. He nods. Yes. <laughs> he nods. <laughs> cool beans. Oh, it's my turn. It is. Good God. Good God. Okay, this one's another doozy. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. <laughs> Love the dramatics. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Yeah. 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 We generally avoid a lot of the things that are probably could propel us forward especially if we're scared of failure i mean we're not scared of failure we're scared of success or maybe failure so we just or maybe both or maybe both yeah or we just stay stagnant um so yeah the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek i think i was speaking to you just before we went on air and i was saying to you i've had to, i've got to make this phone call yeah and i've been putting off the whole time yeah. but i know once i made this phone call and everything's kind of set in place. Yeah. The end result is I have something really good. Yeah. But it's knowing I have to go through this cave mm-hmm. to come out to get that. So I've been avoiding it. I mean, I yeah, I'm, I do that all the time. I think everyone, everyone, absolutely everyone, different people do it to different extents. So for me, I learn a lot from this quote because it makes me feel like comfort zones a lot of people talk about comfort zones getting out of your comfort zone and actually feeling the fear and doing it anyway and um i feel like joseph campbell who said it was just onto onto pinpointing something that is just so powerful that could help so many people if they knew what lies on the other side of their fear okay is actually greater than where they were previously okay um not not i don't feel like an immature fear if there is such a thing i feel like these challenging fears fears that are yeah on the other side of fear is is growth yeah for sure this also kind of relates to something we spoke about in the last episode and it's this idea of the imagery in our head Mm. and the actual reality of it because I think the way that we envision, if we use the quote as a metaphor, yeah. the way we envision the cave is probably not really how the cave is or how it's going to feel or how it's going to, I was going to say taste, but you know, right. each to their own. But you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. I was just checking for, that was my third quote, wasn't it? It was, yeah. That means it's over to you. Okay, cool. You're a bit fishy sometimes, you know. Yeah, I know, right? I, mean, I didn't. I it's fine. I'm busy as well. I'm, it wasn't a reflection. Right. It was an observation. Okay. We're ready. I know. Just to let you guys know, when there's silence, I have quite a few quotes, and then I choose the ones that I want to do. So I'm now contemplating which ones to do, but they all they all will be told. It just might be in a different episode. Okay, here we go. Um, more money, more problems. I believe that would be Biggie Smalls. More money, more problems. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
This is a Biggie Smalls corner. This is a Biggie Smalls. Um, yeah, we, we. I'm a big Biggie Smalls fan. I I kind of kind of wish I knew what it was like to have those kind of money problems, <laughs> but I don't. Um, so I'm thinking to myself, more money, more problems. I feel like more money, same problems. You just arrive at them differently. Yeah. I always feel like when you have money or people think you have a lot of money, yeah. um, we just take the idea of, you know, we're like our families, either our parents, our grandparents weren't born here, right? But we've got family in other countries. Yeah. Because we're living here, I think there's an assumption that we're rich already. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that you've already, so even if you're not thinking, even if you don't believe that you're rich or that you're not rich, you've already got that there as well. Does that make sense? You've already got someone's idea. Yeah, somebody yeah. out there is thinking that... That you're balling. Right. Yeah, exactly. Whereas you've just got, like, I don't know, a jumper in Primark or something, but they're like, rah, that's dope, you know? Okay. Um, also, another thing is, um, I feel that when you have money... I remember my mum saying this to me. When you have money, you will really see people. Ah. You will see people. So... Because money changes everything. It changes the perception changes your perception um it changes i generally i feel like more so it can change the person i haven't i have never had a whole lot of money so i don't know but i definitely feel like it can change people's perception of you yeah. um yeah i i don't know who it was but i i know she i think she's a pop star and i think she's quite famous and she was like she lost a lot of friends when she became a, like a millionaire or something uh-huh. And one of the things that she said in the interview was like, the friends who I've kept are the ones who, when we went on holiday, they would insist on playing, paying for their own flight. They would insist on it, even though they knew I could afford to pay for them like over 10 to 100 times. Right. They would insist on it. There wasn't a level of taking advantage because I then have more money than them. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah. Okay, so I've got like a couple quotes, but I don't want to say them now because they might. I just they just came. Are you dangling? I might, I might save them for another episode. Okay, but um, does it relate to this? It does relate to. Can this. you give us one then? I'll give you. I'll give you them both. Um, okay. So <laughs> okay. The first one is, Anthony Robbins said, "Money doesn't solve your problems; it just makes you arrive at them in style." I like that. Right. Yep. And the second one relates to what. I think um, you were saying was that and it's about power so it says power uh, I think Michelle Obama said power doesn't power doesn't change who you are it reveals who you are for sure yeah and money can give you power right right yeah completely true oh my god yeah yes 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 I completely agree nice cool that was an interesting episode. I liked it. Not that I liked it.